I've never been good at self-promotion, and my URL is really obscure. And for years and years, there was nothing about me on my website. David Reese. Welcome to Angry Typewriter, a podcast about writing and the writing life. I'm Paul, and today we discuss something all writers hate, give an update on my next novel, and offer you a free book. Let's get after it. Now, I always say at the start of this podcast that it's about writing and the writing life. The writing part's pretty obvious, but the writing life aspect runs the gamut, including one unfortunate but necessary activity, self-promotion. Writers abhor self-promotion, at least most of us do, and there are many reasons for this. We're natural introverts, totally comfortable spending vast quantities of time alone in front of a computer screen or notebook. We often have a deep-seated fear that everything we write is complete crap, and we express ourselves best on the page rather than with other forms of communication, otherwise we wouldn't be writers. All of this can serve us well in the actual writing process, but once that work is put out into the world, it doesn't benefit us one bit when it comes to getting that work out in front of readers. And we do want it in front of readers, even if we may not ever actually want to talk to them about it. Now before you protest that you do it only for the art or only for yourself, let me preemptively call bullshit. If you were only doing it for yourself, you'd write it and then either stick it back in a drawer or burn it, but you would never ever publish it. If you only cared about the art part, you might publish it, but you'd do it anonymously and probably for free, but you don't do that. Because our name on that book is quite possibly the only immortality, however limited, any of us will ever get. You put out a book because you want to be read. And except in the rarest of circumstances, this doesn't happen without self-promotion. The chances of your book finding wide readership, especially in an age when we're inundated with content on every conceivable platform scrambling for our attention, is about equal to winning the lottery, being struck by lightning, and being named the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, all on the same day. Let me give you an example of a writer who just didn't get it with regard to self-promotion. Years ago, when Oprah Winfrey still had a show on network TV and could make a book a New York Times bestseller simply by having the author on her show, she invited a new writer with a new novel onto her program. He declined saying that he was an artist and would not cheapen his art by hawking his book on something as crass and commercial as Oprah's show. He also implied some unkind things about the people who read the book she recommended. And do you know who that author was? Neither do I, because he passed up his one big break and faded into obscurity. What an idiot. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you should flog your book to the point that friends and family block you on social media. But if you're proud of your work, 
and you better be if you published it. You must, at least occasionally, toot your own horn, because no one else is going to do it for you until you're at least semi-famous. And don't just promote your book or books when they first launch. That's a crucial moment, obviously. But remember that once you put it out there, it's there forever. I recently ordered a new copy of Dracula. I didn't have the Penguin Deluxe Edition, which is a series I highly recommend. And that book was published in 1897. Books, once published, take on a life of their own. So promote that first novel you wrote in 2010. Because there are a lot, and by lot I mean millions of people, who've never even heard of it yet, let alone read it. Now, to encourage you to break free of your discomfort about self-promotion, I'm going to lead by example. In honor of World Book Day tomorrow, and especially for all of you stuck inside during the coronavirus pandemic, I'm offering the first book in my last word series, The Last Word, free on Kindle for the next five days. There's a link in the show notes. You can check out the series with no risk, and hopefully you'll enjoy it enough to not only read the rest of the series, but also maybe buy a paperback copy for a friend. The physical book is so much better than just the ebook. Also, book two, Writer in Residence, will be offered for just 99 cents for a week, starting tomorrow. Don't get it today. Wait till it's 99 cents tomorrow. Now see, that wasn't so hard, was it? I didn't even start weeping like a little child when I talked about the promotion. I enjoyed writing the books, and I think you'll enjoy reading them, especially if you like books about books and about bookstores. Now one final note that isn't exactly self-promotion, but rather just an update. Book four in the series is moving along better than I have any reason to expect, probably because I've been inside for a month and have actually written on at least five of those days. I'm hoping for a late summer or early fall release. And I also hope that life will be back to normal by then. So don't be afraid to self-promote. Pick up a free copy of The Last Word this week. And stay safe out there. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Angry Typewriter. I hope it's been both informative and entertaining, especially for you writers out there. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'd also consider clicking on the support this podcast link on the Anchor site. For as little as 99 cents a month, you can help keep these episodes coming, and it will also go a long way making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.